The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Are you not wearing a bra? You're not wearing <laughs> a bra. When am I ever wearing a bra? I'm not you wearing a bra. You have to wear a bra because of your I'm not new wearing tap a, I'm not wearing a bra right now, but I'm just I'm just making sure the frame. Wait, I need a I need to shrink oh or adjust God. the frame. What's so. the point of getting fucking tits if you're just gonna be like, oh wait, hold on, what we had them? Well, everybody. because our guest today is uh, <laughs> married and taken, and I don't need to be swinging my titties in his face. Oh God, I think she would love that. I love I love his wife. Okay, so guys, I am bloody excited about our guest that we have. Frontman director, podcast creator. I mean, what else doesn't this guy do? Spider One. Yay! Hey, hey Spider. Right, am, I on, am I on camera now? Yeah, yeah. you're on camera. <laughs> was I on camera when you were doing the dance or yes. was I not? Yes, oh, you were. Yeah, you were. I was fast. <laughs> you know, you guys remind me of... Um, Lucy Nuffer? You ever watched Darcy and Stacy that show? Yes, AbFab. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? Well, Darcy and Stacy oh, is like. Oh no! Really, Spider? I mean, in a good way. There is that. There's no such thing as in a good way. If I show Scout these ladies, you're gonna be like, she's gonna I mean, be so mad at you. Physically, just not physically, just in your um, the personalities. We're like shrimps. <laughs> They're uh, like they're two uh, twins. They've had so much work done, though. Are they lesbians? No, they're sisters. <laughs> oh, they're identical. Jen. They're identical <laughs> twins. Oh, okay. I'm gonna look them up they and show Scout. Out on, uh, they started out on. They started out on. Ninety Day Fiance. Ninety Day Fiance. Yes. Oh, these are actual human yeah, beings. Yeah, no, they're people. Oh, I thought it was a cartoon. Well, kind no, of. No, no. I mean, they it look could like be cartoons. a cartoon. They look like cartoons. I mean, you don't look like these people. You don't even. You really don't remind me of them at all. Just I don't know, <laughs> great, second. great. You you do know you do realize that you're talking to two females, right? <laughs> I know, I just started Sensitive. this off. Sensitive. Start kidding. over. This is awful. <laughs> I did love that first dude she was with, though. That guy, the because he like kind of put her in her place. Like she's she's the British little, guy. The British guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was my favorite. His name was Me Tom. Too. Tom. That's right. Yeah. Tom. He thought he he thought he was James Bond. He was yes, yes, like yes. He was like a super like budget James Bond kind of dude. We'd so wear, like, suits. Are, are you the reality like watcher, or did Chrissy watched, get you into that? It's a, it was, I think it was a mutual thing. Like we just started, I like the other night I was up, I couldn't, I would, I was watching Love is Blind and I couldn't. Yes. I, love Love is Blind. I love that show. Like I was up till four in the morning, just like. Wait, okay, I'm going to show Scout. Are you ready? I'm going to show oh, Scout God. the picture. <laughs> wait, wait. wait, this is what I'm showing. I'm just going to show you first. Yeah. Wait, my ring light. Okay. Oh, this God. is Darcy and Stacy. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> What in the fuck is that? Just watch the show. What? Oh my god! It's good. This is what your wife was trying to show me when she came over the other day. She was like, "Have you seen Darcy and Stacy?" I was like, "No." I love these ladies. These ladies are fucking awesome. What the fuck are these ladies famous for? For reality TV, their tits and the way that they look—they're short too. Yeah, they're like. They're really sure. They're, they're like, they're always like, we're strong women. Okay, sorry. And then they like, um, and then they're crying constantly about Constantly. Yeah. Oh my God. You, you right, guys. Can, yeah. 
sorry. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I do it as well. We're giving so much power away to people like that don't do anything. Well, yeah. That's kind of. What would we, what would we do without that? <laughs> <laughs> we have careers because of that, right? It's true. It's true. Very true. Oh, okay. So we, we, um, we announced you and the net went crazy crazy well yeah of course i mean i'm a massive star (laughs) (laughs) i I mean it was like it it was like overwhelming like how how much stuff we we got asked because i was worried that when you i saw you put up like any questions i was like no one's gonna ask that question do you really think about that like okay so i just let's just go back i just want to go i want to go way back to when you were a wee wee kid yeah. And you and Rob growing up, like what, what did that look like? Because y- what you guys both are now, I mean, what were your parents like? What was like, what was that world like? When did you find your creative self? And was that accepted with your family? Like, obviously it was. I mean, accepted, I think it was completely not understood. Still not at all. In fact, um, <clears throat> you know, I have a 19 year old son. And I think about six months ago, my mom said to him, and, and my parents, we're from New England, so they still have this heavy Boston accent. So um, my mom said to my son, oh, your father, he still doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. I'm like, I'm like what are you talking about? <laughs> 55 years old. I've had I've been in the same band for 30 years. I think I've figured it out. But um, but growing up, was it was a small town in like 40 miles north of Boston called Haverhill, Massachusetts. And there was nothing to do there really it was a, like a factory town and my dad worked in a furniture factory and my mom stayed home and occasionally she'd get it she worked for a while she worked at like the local drugstore um and uh freedom drug was the name of it freedom <laughs> freedom drug <laughs> amazing which i worked there for a little while in high school um but you know i think what happened was because it was so little to do that we just both dived into TV and movies and comic books. And that was my window to like, whoa, there's like other shit out there in the world. You know what I mean? And uh, and so we would just watch hours and hours of TV and movies and like wildly inappropriate shit that you wouldn't watch when, you know, you shouldn't be watching a Clockwork Orange on yeah. nine years old, but we were, you know, <laughs> um, and music, you know, obviously music was a huge part of, of uh of growing up too so it was just like an i'm sure it's a similar story to a lot of people that grow up in places that you know don't have a lot of things going on you find escape or you don't and you just you know like a lot of people do you know they just kind of get stuck there and not that that's a bad thing but you know i was i was the the kid that was like i gotta get out of here you know Mm -hmm. such a like such a punk rock rebel I, you know, I was like single-handedly launched punk rock in my hometown, <laughs> like recruited my friends. I'm like, oh, let me shave your head. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, I was like sticking safety pins through my ears. And yes. things like that, that were young. you and um, if you guys don't know, um, Spider's brother is Rob Zombie. It, were you and Rob close as kids or were you guys like, like fucking fuck you, leave me alone? You know, like, did you guys get along as kids or were you guys yeah, kind of doing your so. own adventure? I'm sure there were some brotherly moments, but I mean, it was, I remember two years apart. So we were, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of 
you know, not, not essentially the same age and discovering a lot of the same things at the same time. And mm-hmm. we were, I think we were both rebellious, but in very different ways, you know. Mm. In what ways? Well, how were you rebellious versus Rob's rebellion? I mean, I was more externally, externally <laughs> rebellious. Like I was. I could kid, see that. Like, yeah. I was out on the street, like spray painting the school, getting into fights in the street. Um, yes, you were. <laughs> like girl crazy at a really young age, just like with all the neighborhood girl. You Who know, lost that virginity deep. first? <laughs> <laughs> And oh, did you I'm talk fantastic. about that stuff? <laughs> like no, my no, my boys are 19 months apart and I'm like, oh God, I hope they're friends when they're older. But I but like I think that girls are gonna like Carter and then they're gonna come home and meet my younger one, Jagger, and they're gonna be like, Yeah, like you remind me of my younger son. Yeah. Like just fucking balls to the wall. Like I gotta like I can't have a roof close to a pool because he'll jump off of it. I'm gonna have to put <laughs> bars on the fucking windows and he's gonna light shit on fire. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think that that was me more being, yeah. And, and I think Rob was more of like, um, you know, hated the world and didn't want to leave his room and, you know, like hated yeah. everybody at school. And, you know, and I was more like, you know, start a punk rock band and, you know, just to spite the rest of the school, you know, perform at this high school talent show and like crash <laughs> the stage, you know, that's the shit we would do, you know, like. So yeah, it was. Oh my god, do your parents have this shit on video? Like you and your talent show? Yeah, I'm sure there's some stuff somewhere. But uh, my god, you guys got to make like a documentary or something of like all your childhood stuff. Like that's like amazing. I don't see Rob ever doing that. Do you? Oh, Spider. Yeah, Yeah, I would love to see it. And then you know when we real, I mean, Rob's told the stories a million times about working the carnivals early on, which was pretty crazy. Like when we were like nine and ten years old. My Wait, mom, I don't think I've heard this. Yeah, my mom's side of the family were all carnies. Oh, so you know, like the weird Whoa. running, running like the tilt a world. Yeah, that was my cousin JoJo. You know what I mean? Like. Get out of town! I didn't know this. So that's yeah, such so a big we, influence on your on your art then. I mean, it was, at the time it seemed totally normal, but now looking back, I'm like, that was not normal at all. Like, you know, being nine years old and, you know, working some backwoods carnival in New Hampshire, you know, my parents would run concession and, you know, my grandmother had like the popcorn stand and my cousins would put together the rides. And cool. yeah, it was really weird. It was like, it was just a summertime thing for us, but I think like it was more of a full-time thing as you went back in the family history. Like so did you guys you know, have clowns in your family? Obviously. Well, I think they're all, everyone in my family's a clown. <laughs> oh my no, God, that's like, so cool. They would send me out on the midway, like, cause I was like the youngest. So they, they'd give me like, to encourage people to play the, the games, you know, that were all rigged to lose. They would send me out on the midway with a giant stuffed animal. So it looked like, oh, look at the little cute kid. He won. He won something. I could win something too. So. Oh wow! It's all a setup. Oh it, yeah, it's all a scam. Oh fuck! <laughs> so you'll never take your little one to a carnival. Is what you're trying to tell me right yeah, now? Oh my god! The last time I went to a carnival was in L.A. Was that Jimmy Kimmel? He does like this carnival, and and I I think my son was like four years old at the time. We got the the Ferris wheel broke, and we were stuck at the top of it for like an hour and a half. I'm oh like, my god! I would die. Dude, some of those videos, those gnarly videos. I mean, you heard about that kid that like dropped, like dropped. Yeah, I hear it about all the time. Like it's insane. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I would never. When you see the local carnivals and you then realize that people 
that we're, are putting those rides together. It's like, do not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that even when I go to Disneyland yeah. and I see a 19 year old that's like flirting with the guy yeah. that's operating the roller coaster, I'm like, what? Checking yeah. your Who? checking your safety bar. Yeah. What is um? What was what was the process of this getting the this training. job? Yeah, the training because they're all I mean, I, children. Yeah, I mean, I was aware of this at like ten years old when I could see one rusty bolt like hanging. But then you also notice that all like the older people at these at these places are like the janitors and like yeah. doing the. Tra- I'm like, why aren't they the ones? With the more experience operating the machinery, they don't want to be liable. Yeah, they're like yeah. fuck that. They have too much too to many lose. kids. Yeah, die. exactly. Too many kids die. Okay, so what? Uh, so what made you then start doing music? How? When did that happen? That uh, obviously it happened. I mean, you're saying talent show. So yeah, uh, what remember, does that first band look like? Yeah, I was. Uh, I started a band in high school called Vital Interest, which was you know my political punk band. I was you know trying to save the world and. <laughs> but, uh, but I know I, I, it's funny. I remember exactly the moment. See, I always, I always want to ask other people that got on a creative path. Like, do you remember a moment, like a, a song, a TV show, a book that made you, it changed your life. And yeah. I remember this day yeah. exactly. Like, so growing up, you know, I listened to music like anybody else or whatever was on the radio, you know, I mean, I, I'm, older than you guys. So it was like, you know, whatever Elton John's on the radio. Cool. I like Elton John or with the Beatles, you know, all this, the stuff that everybody listens to, I would listen to. But one day I was at home and I was watching HBO and in the early days of HBO, they would play music videos between movies because it'd be 10 minutes left between, you know, that start of the next hour. And it was called video jukebox. And yeah. So I'm at home and, and suddenly this video comes on for this band called Madness, which is like a ska band, but it was a song called One Step Beyond. And I had never in my life seen or heard anything like this. It was like, you know, it was, it was all these British guys with like shaved heads and rapper black sunglasses and dancing in the streets of London. And I was just like, what is this? You know, like, <laughs> what is this? And who are these people? And what is this music? And it instantly made me go like, I need to find out more. And so that led me to like the Ramones and the Clash and the Sex Pistols. And then that led me to Black Flag and Minor Thread. And, and that led me to the Beastie Boys and Run DMC, you know, you know, on and on and on all these different influences. But it was really that for some reason, that video, I think it was mainly because it just looks so, you know, before that, everything was Ario Speedwagon and Journey to me. You know, like that was what music was. Mm. And suddenly this like weird raw, thing came on and it just was like and I just wanted to be in the city and I wanted to be you know so I would take the train into Boston on the weekends and not tell my mom and I would you know and go to these hardcore punk shows on Sundays these all ages shows they do at this club called the channel and uh it just became like immersed in this world and then these you know and I'd see the and then I started to realize oh there are like local bands and I could be part of this scene. And um, it just all, and from that point on, I, like I said, I was the only kid in my town that had any idea what like punk rock was. Yeah. And I started to recruit my friends and I was like, you have to listen to this and you have to. And so I, I built this little contingent of like four or five 
punk rock kids in in my school and we started vital interest and you know so were you like the first person that created like a band sort of thing or then your brother kind of followed oh. suit or were you guys both uh, yeah, doing it at the same the time person ever yeah no yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah um i yeah i was i started first yeah and then rob went to new york and i yeah. think fell in love with the whole new york scene and um started white zombie oh my god after you know yeah. What was your moment? Um, do you remember the book? Or I was thinking of when you were saying that, I was like, what was my moment of acting when I was like, this is it? I was like, I think it was my mom taking me to go meet Mario Lopez. <laughs> it was like, um, so this is what you're going to do now. <laughs> and I go, okay. On Saved by the Bell? Or no, you were no, too I young for that. To, I went to one of those open, I, we talked about it before. I went to one of those open casting things where you like read a monologue in front of a bunch of fucking agents. Oh. But then they're like, they'll suck you in because you get to meet Mario Lopez. Oh yeah, and get his I used autograph. to do those. And they would yeah. pay me like $500 yeah. to come in and make people want to sign up to be actors. Yeah. But I think my aha moment was like on The Guardian playing like a runaway teen. And I was like, oh, I like this dark shit. I was like, this is cool. I was like, I like this. You were already doing it, though. Yeah, I was already doing it. Yeah, I think that was the same with me, too. I was already doing it before I realized. I don't think I really liked it until I was in my probably like 20, late 20s. Really? Yeah. Okay, mine was way earlier than that. Oh, my God. I've never been like, let me sink my teeth into this character. Like, I make fun of people that have, like, all these notes on their scripts and, like, you know, like the the little, like, tags. Like, you know, you have, like, tag where your line is. Now she loves notes. Yeah, I just, I'm fucking with a pencil and, like, mixed in with my kids, like, math, like my child trying to do math. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, Did you ever go back and play at this place that where you grew up? I mean, when you had, you know, with your Band? Did you ever go back and play as at, at being a successful musician where it all started from? In, you mean in my hometown? Yeah. I did once it's not, because <laughs> they, well, they, they, there was never a, a, a venue there. But then at, at, I don't and I don't know if this venue exists, but they there there was a venue there and we played a show there. And I was so angry about it because and I'm not going to throw any of ex band members under the bus, but. There was a certain lineup we had at the time, which are no longer in the band, not because of these, this reason or anything, but they like to, you know, party a little too much. And so I'm doing this hometown, essentially like a hometown show. So I know there are going to be people there from my high school. Sure. Like, oh, yeah. Want to impress them. And these guys proceed to get wasted. And the show was a bit of a train wreck. So oh, no. it wasn't my moat and shiny. I was fine. But yeah, it was a... But um, but I mean, I but, you know, Boston is still like, a, you know, one of my favorite places to go back and play. And, you know, we play some of the venues that, yeah, I grew up going to and, you know, watching my favorite bands play. So um, it's always fun to go back there, even though, you know, I'm fully West Coast and I moved to L.A. in like 97. So my wow. ties to Boston are more memories than anything else at this point. And why, why, so what, how, how did the name come about? Power Man 5000. How did that, yeah, I, the, what the, is the, that? The, regret it to this day. The worst No band way. <laughs> what is, kind of, how? <laughs> well, again, back to like being sort of like growing up kind of a nerd, you know, um, there was a, there was a superhero that I always loved his <laughs> called Power Man. 
And he was like, he was like one of the first black superheroes. And I don't know why, as a little white kid in Northern Massachusetts, I related to this character. Uh-huh. He was called, it was Luke Cage, Power Man. And I was like, oh, I love that name, Power Man. And I just put the 5,000 at the end. So I to avoid lawsuits, I guess. I don't know, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but it's funny because, you know, Nicolas Cage, the famous actor, yeah. he changed his name to Cage because of that character as well, Luke Cage. Oh. You know, because his name's Coppola, right? Like he's part right, of Coppola. Right, 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 right. changed his name to Nick Cage because of yeah. our man. Oh, my I God. I didn't know that. Yeah. We have that in, <laughs> in common. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, I can't wait to see Nick Cage's new movie. What's his new movie? It's the one where he's... Uh, oh, the, the Renfield. Renfield, yeah. He's, it looks... They're playing it at uh, Panic Fest, which we will be at. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we. So do you want to talk... I mean, I know this is going to be all over the place, but do you want to talk about um, Bury the Bride? So we did a movie together. Yes, I know. Bury the Bride. So I didn't know this. You guys did Allegoria, which everybody wants to to know some stuff about about that but you guys did that i mean this has been like a year thing and you guys are already two movies in yeah and on and we're gonna shoot the third one in june and you're gonna hire me right you're gonna cast me right the fuck nobody wants to hire me anymore i I mean it's because i'm old i didn't know you were interested i'm I'm available i'm available i mean scout (laughs) should surprise me because i think we because I think you saw that I was doing some shorts and we texted, we were talking about something. You're like, why? I was why like, I would not? do one. She's like, why not me? I'm like, I just assume you wouldn't watch to do it. That's, See, that's so that's crazy. No, we always want to. Yeah. I think when Spider called me about his movie, he was like, well, I don't know. Like, it's, it's low budget. Like, I don't know. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. But would you do that? Like when you call your friends about doing stuff, like you preface it with that too. Like, I don't know if you want to do it. There's not a lot of money. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I would love you. I'd do it for nothing. Like you're, well, not nothing. Oh yeah, but, that is, that is but true. But you know what I mean? We don't want to bother anybody. Well, I, I, do, I, I have learned though that I, a little of that insecurity is going away because I have learned that most actors anyway are just, you know, they want to act. So yeah. in, if they're not doing anything, it's kind of like, well, yeah, I'll do it. This is fun. And it's, and it's, it's like I guess it's like being an athlete and working out. It's practice too, like yeah. to keep, mm-hmm. keep in shape and like so. I've, I've oh boy, was Barry the Bride like, d- dude? I know we, you were like, girl, girl. <laughs> it was crazy. I felt so bad for them because the winds were fucking gnarly, and it was obviously a night shoot, and we were filming in the middle of the desert. Yep. It was brutal. It was. It was rough. Fucking spider was like, fuck this shit. I'm was, over it. No, yeah, I I, I remember. You know, people talk about, I always go, people talk about like, oh, filming Jaws and filming Apocalypse Now. I'm like, I'm Barry the Bride's going to be on that list of like <laughs> the most difficult fucking movie to make. You know, watching it, you wouldn't think that, but it was, everything was difficult. Like the schedule was different. You know, we, like yeah. Scott said, it was, it was like, and we shoot, I was, we yep. shot 12 and a half pages a day. Yep. Like, in how many was, days, Spider? Seven days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> seven. Five. Okay. You owe me a movie that yeah. is longer than seven days. <laughs> I owe you a movie that we shoot on the beach in Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> I've been begging. Why can't horror happen in Hawaii? Come in on. a circus. In a in circus, circus that comes to town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like Scott was saying, the weather was brutal. We, we filmed it out in the in Lancaster in the desert. And it was, you know, I thought like it'll be, it's California. It's nice every day. No. 
No. No. Freezing cold at night and hurricane force winds like all day long. <laughs> sure, your sound guys loved you. Yeah, so the sound was crazy. And then figuring out, so every day was like, I had a plan. Like, we're going to shoot. Okay, they're, they're doing this yoga thing outside. We're going to do it right here on the side of the house. And then, no, because the yoga mats are like blowing down the road. <laughs> like, you know, so you instantly have to figure out plan B and then plan C. And then, you know, just trying to figure out how to just logistically get this thing done with the weather remember that night um everybody with the sandwich running in everyone's eyes and people were blind oh god (laughs) yeah i do Uh, you know spider buried me he like they they dug a hole oh god in the fucking ground and it was so fucking cold that i was like yep I'll get in the hole. Yep. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then when, when I got in the hole, I was like, I'm great. Everybody was so worried about me. I was like, this is the most... Co- I oh, wait, grew so up you in die? a mortuary. You I, die? No, no. no, oh, no. Okay. I grew up in a mortuary. Uh-huh. I was like, this hole is amazing. I love I've being- masturbated in holes bigger than this. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? That's just out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I felt so bad about that. And you were like, I'm good. It's warm down here, so okay. <laughs> I was fine. Then I almost got fucking attacked by a rattlesnake. Oh, oh. yeah, that too. The rattlesnake. Oh my god, that I was thought, my I, that that was like spider. I was like spider. We can't. Yeah, we can't. I thought. Yeah, I thought you guys it's were being dramatic, dangerous. like there was a spider over there or something, and then <laughs> just a fucking here, rattlesnake. I'm, I'm, I'm heading over. And we're heading over to shoot this scene, and I just hear screaming. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what now? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was of <laughs> you're that, yeah. That that night we called it. We're like, all right, let's let's just call it for tonight. And then <laughs> day we had a snake wrangler on set. <laughs> but that was my first thing to you. I was like, so did you guys get a snake wrangler? And I think they were like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, there's yeah. no snake. Okay, so you do know. I was like, because I grew up in the desert. Oh. I was like, there's fucking snakes everywhere, especially that that time of the year. Didn't matter about the wind. And people were like, it's oh. too cold for a snake. I was like, mm, this is where they burrow yeah. in warm things right. that we are filming around. <laughs> oh my god, I would have freaked out. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, let's not film in the desert. Where's the next? Where's your next movie filming? For real? <laughs> are you filming in the desert again? Uh, <laughs> He's filming. Oh, I, I went the opposite. Yeah, and I I wanted to. It's just like 99% of it is in one house inside Dope. Good. no wind like daytime yeah. shoot right that Left, shoot just black like the windows out yeah exactly I mean the other thing with this with Barry the Bride that there were nine characters like yeah. and there were scenes with nine people in the <laughs> same scene in one small room yeah and Everybody was like so fucking chatty and like it was driving me crazy. Oh I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you know, <I> well, <laughs> that's like, when you need it for first AD to tell them to shut up. Well, you Scout sort of took that. You that and was good. Took that so we didn't for... have a first AD. And that no. was one thing that I like advised Spider always get a first AD. And that's, you know what? Actually, Spider, I'll be your first AD in your next one. Okay. I, honestly, like 100%. Sometimes first AGs can get chatty with the cast no. too, though. No, you You've can't. never been on set. Have you been on set like that where you're like, you're supposed oh, yeah, to be doing your job. I've Why are you really like flirting and talking ADs. to me? The yeah. first AD is going to be the operation of how smooth everything runs. Yes. yes. First AD will worry about everything that you don't need to worry. And we will yeah. be flowing. We're going to flow here, everybody. It can be a nice way and it can be a very straightforward way. <laughs> I'm great okay. at that shit. So what is... Right. what? I'm hired. Thank you. 
<laughs> so what is what Especially scout with this like? One. If she's in it, oh. um, Danielle, put yeah? your fucking phone down. Oh and, my god! Uh, Listen, I am the utmost professional. <laughs> I learn my lines right before action. She's great. She's yeah, great. Yes, like, uh, her, in the makeup trailer. Literally thirty seconds ago, talking about she essentially makes fun of actors that take it seriously. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I no, I will hundred percent learn my lines in the car on the way to set in the morning. God, I wish I could do that. But I but here's the thing. I can only remember them for that scene. Like as soon as you yell cut and that you're moving on, I, I can't go back. Like if there's there's no hair in the lens anymore, but hair in the gate. Like if that were to happen, I have to go back and pull up my sides. And now that I'm fucking old, I need my glasses to see my lines. So unless it's yeah. on an iPad and it's blown up giant uh, and there's a bright light on it. Um, so, yeah. So once the scene's done, it's out of my brain and I can't remember it. If we have to go back and do a pickup, I need to go back to scripty and learn my lines again. It's that it literally is scene by I scene. I think that's every actor because I is have it? that issue, too. I, I let them know. Like if, when you say we're done, we're done there's we're no done. come back to this. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. That shit is fucking gone. Yeah. It is out of here. <laughs> but do you remember those lines now? Like I remember dialogue now from I, when you're watching something that you're in. Do you remember the lines as you're watching it? No, from auditions I do. Oh, like yeah. when I wa- I'm watching a, a a thing like that I forgot that I auditioned for, and I'm like, why does that sound so? Oh, could you spend more time I on your spent auditions? Fucking five hours yeah, trying you do to on get your that actual job. fucking job. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a, don't, don't you think that's a misconception as actors like that your fans think that you not that you don't care about the job when you're doing it, but care about the pro, like they'll ask you, oh, in that movie, when you said this and, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, I think it means more to them. And of course, probably the writer and the director who live and breathe every scene and every. But as an actor, you're like, sometimes it's just you don't even know what the whole story is or yeah. you know, certain near you by the time you're promoting one movie you film two other ones and right. so yeah don't you feel like you must get that a lot of conventions like people just like oh when you did that or you said that and you've got to pretend to like remember i think it like holds more meaning when the movie has like been successful and then now means something to other people then you're like wow yeah actually right that I do remember then that that's what that felt like or whatever. I think all we live or for me anyway, like I just love the moments that are unexpected or like, oh, that was really good. Like when you're done, you're like, that felt really good. I didn't think that was going to feel good. Then I'm like, oh, I like this acting thing when like something organically happens. But when it doesn't organically happen and I hear the lines in my head, I'd hate what I'm doing. I hate my job. Like I don't want I feel stupid and uncomfortable and it just feels awkward. I don't Mm, know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that comes down to I mean, I, that comes down to the writing, right? I imagine, or yes. or the person you're acting with. It's always the writing. We're always like, God, how do I make this sound like I don't always. sound so fucking stupid? And when I watch movies now, every time I feel like there's bad writing, you'll notice, at least this is what I've been picking up, actors throw in curse words to make the dialogue sound better. I do that. I do it too. I do that. I try not to do I know, that because so I see it and I'm like, God, how, I guarantee you they didn't say, they didn't write fuck 18 times mm-hmm. in that paragraph. Yeah, I hate that when I like watch a movie and I'm like, why am I why saying am I cursing? fuck so much? Yes, because <laughs> I'm either searching for the dialogue because I yeah. don't know it or Trying I just to make it run out of speed for the movie and or that scene or it's, or it's written like shit. And you're like, yeah. I don't know. Unless it's really good. Like I actually remember your brother being so, fucking awkward when we were doing our our first scene we had together on Halloween and I remember we were like talking or something and he was listening to the to us like in his cans like, oh yeah that was a rough camera. day huh? that was a rough day that was rough and uh and and we would get like all these revisions of dialogue changes and I was like this sounds like 
like conversation that we were having yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I remember him saying like, well, I don't fucking know how 17 year olds talk. Like I just listen to you girls and then I write it. And it's like, but that's, but then it, but then it rings true. Mm-hmm. You know, these these old white dudes trying to write for young girls. It's like, it doesn't, you know, not like, well, I think that's what's so, guy, what's so cool about like spiders writing is like w- spider and his wife collaborate yeah. and his wife is, is younger and I mean, and a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like you can tell from like the dialogue, you that know, there's it's coming out of a woman's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like the only thing we ever wrote written together was Bury the Bride. And mm-hmm. I, and I look at that now and I, and, cause I'm sure people will ask like, well, who did what? And how did you break up the writing? And I really, like, it was very much a back and forth thing. And, but when it's all said and done, and this isn't like a hundred percent thing that happened, but when I look at it, yeah, I think what ended up re- happening dialogue wise was she took on the female characters and I took on the male characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I added way more to the male characters mm-hmm. than I did to the female characters. Like I left a lot of that alone. When we're yeah. Well, the because- ma- male characters in yours is like, like storytelling. Like it's kind of like the the backstory of I mean, what's happening like you know what he does yeah right? exactly. i mean being a musician do you find that that i mean that sort of just plays the role like you could instead of writing male dialogue you're telling the story through the male characters i mean i think for me you know i you know in relation to the music and being in a band one thing that that, that has really been helpful in making movies and writing dialogue and being able to tackle a lot of different characters and like this will this is when you said when you read bad writing is when people don't understand the care, you know, when people try to write like a backwoods guy and they just kind of go to like some kind of like, they saw deliverance once and mm-hmm. they think, <laughs> but like being, having been in a band for 30 years and played in every state in America, in every city from, from the biggest city, like New York, LA to the smallest D market, you know, to everything in between in all, in, in, in the, all over the world, really. Like I've met so many different kinds of people and I've met, you know, and I've been in their, you know, in their towns, not in just like observing and, you know, and so I, I feel like I have a really good understanding of, of of such a variety of types of people. And again, back in back to my family, like, you know, having, you know, carny workers that I, you know, I knew. So I'm not like pretending to understand and sometimes those people are smarter than you think, and sometimes mm-hmm. they're not, and sometimes, you know, and, and sometimes people that you think are terrible people aren't that terrible, and all of this stuff, like there's nuances to creating characters that I think a lot of times gets lost, and certainly in horror, you know, sometimes where I think, maybe not so much anymore, I feel like it's changing, but I think there was a stretch in horror where it felt like, oh, it doesn't matter, just like throw a bunch of gore in there, and nobody mm-hmm. will care about, you know, and I feel like that's changed a lot because I think yeah. that, people are beginning to take it more seriously than they used to. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I think for me, like there's, there's an attempt anyway to try to make things feel as realistic as possible, but then, it, but then again, it is a movie, right? So you have to, you have to take that realism and enhance it and, you know, and squish it into smaller bites. So it feels like, you know, cause let's be honest, we watched a movie that was, 100% true to life. It might it'd probably be incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. It'll just be people not 
being able to figure out what to say and stumbling on their words and, you know, which you want to try to put a little of that in there. You know, that's another How thing. How long to try does it to take you to write something? How long does it take you guys to write, write stuff? Or does it no, kind of I mean, come like naturally? It comes pretty fast. Like this, this latest script that I just finished that we're going to shoot in June. I, I mean, I don't know how many hours cause it's not like I sit, you know, from beginning, but I mean, a script can, I mean, bury the bride, I think like took a couple weeks, maybe crazy, you know, to, all said, you know, which I always find it weird when people say, I've been working on this script for four years. I'm like, what the fuck are you <laughs> Sounds doing? fucking what? awful. <laughs> Jesus. But I think there is something like, you know, just like, again, back to music. If I'm writing a, the best songs I've ever written, which I'm not sure if I've written a good one yet, but like the best ones are like to take a day. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's done. If you have to keep going back and going back and going back, it's probably not a good song. And the same thing with a script. If you're just like, you know, year three and this is my, you know, 70th revision. It's maybe it's not, maybe it's not that good. You know, do you write all your own music? I mean, I write all the lyrics and I usually combine in writing the music with other musicians. Cause I'm not like, I'm very rudimentary on like guitar. Like I'm not a guitar player. So I can sort of put the, the fundamentals together, but then I, usually have a more talented person to make it more interesting. What know? about directing your music videos? What's that? What about directing your music videos? I've done a few. Yeah, I've, I've done a few and I've done a few for Chrissy's band, Knee High Fox, and I've done a few Power Man videos. Um, I like doing music videos. I mean, they're much easier than making movies. Yes. <laughs> I, I just did my first one. Not really? Too long. Yeah. Well, second one. Oh, congrats. Um, uh, and I didn't know that like they're not I know it sounds so dumb but like they're they don't even have to speak like there's no there's no like we're not mic'd no <laughs> sounds so stupid lines or anything. I was like wait a minute wait I'm not I don't need a mic I'm so confused oh my god I mean I, I know I, I just didn't know I was I like it. I didn't know if they I mean I just didn't think about it I was just so used to like getting mic'd when you get yeah. on set you know what I mean I had no idea so, so if oh, you have a fight scene yeah none of it's so gonna easy. be yeah it's also, so and it's all very easy. random, you know, it's, yeah. it's like the way it's edited. It's, it's yeah. So whereas, yeah, like it's a yeah, whole other animal doing a feature than music videos, just like whatever film, just shake the camera, the, right. you know, the, <laughs> the bit, the drummer's boring, shake the camera, make it look exciting. You know? <laughs> That's funny. Are you, would you ever like direct another, uh, like a different genre or do you are kind of just going to stick with like horror? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's like... like do you want to do a rom-com? No, I mean, I think I have... Like, for me, like, genre, meaning... it. I feel like for me, no matter... I don't know if you'd always have to classify things as horror, because I grew up, like, I love science fiction. Yeah. I just like things that are strange. So it would always have to be something weird. You know what okay. I mean? Like, to me, that's... Like, I... We were watching, we were, you know, we're auditioning now for some parts in this next movie. And, you know, you look at what other people have done. And there was this one movie, and I'm not going to, you know, I won't say what it is because I don't know if it's a good movie, but it was like a movie about like, yeah, like a romantic comedy, like that involves like a dog and, you know, like that. And I was just like weird, like, whose passion is it to do that? Like, I'm sure yes. it's somebody. Or is it not? Is it just it's not. like, it's yeah. just money. Yeah. It's just money. So to me, I feel like I have I have to do stuff that is exciting to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, 
I think the yeah, best absolutely. the best thing will will you know come forward when you are doing things that you love rather than doing things for money or yeah. a paycheck. I mean, that's why we have every single time I take a movie for it's money. Any job, it's a any shit job, show. really. Any job like they, that people have out there. If you're not passionate about it, like I mean, that just consumes your life in a negative way. I, think I, I would feel. have a hard time. I would have a hard time directing something I didn't write too. Like I've had mm. people scripts like about you know, would you like to direct this and. I just, I don't know. I don't, it's, you know, and again, sometimes it's subject matter, like, you know, like it's a, you know, it's thriller with a detective that's, and I'm like, uh, you know, I don't, it's not exciting to me. You know, it's not that interesting. It might be great for somebody else, but um, I would have a hard time. Yeah. I don't know. It would have to be something so cool. Yeah. You know, I I just like, I also like writing, knowing that I'm going to direct because then I can write the script in a way that, you know, I, I tend not to put a ton of like descriptive qualities in the, you know, because I know what I'm going to do already, you know, and if I have to explain it to the actor, that's one thing, but like, so sometimes I get these scripts and it's just like it's paragraphs of like descriptive, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't know, just check out, you know. Yeah. That's for the dumb, the dumb money guys that they need everything spelled out or the producers or studios that like they need to put all that shit in there so they, they get the visual what, right. what it's supposed to look like, and you don't really need that, any of that shit. Yeah, no. Do you have any questions over there? I do. We've got we've got a couple. Oh God. Of, we've got a couple. <laughs> I, we kept them. We kept them. Don't worry. But I do want. Okay, I do want to know. I want to know what's one of the wildest things that you can before your wife. Of course, you don't listen to this part. It's one of the wildest things. Have you ever hooked up with a fan? Like a, I mean, like he's a, a rock star. What do you think? Come on. You got to take advantage of that, right? Do you have any, that, like, right? like, fucking... Roadies, roadies ho- hoies, stuff? whatever any, the... Any stories that you can tell? I mean, Spider's there's... Like, me. I, mean, I, I I'll be honest with you, like, I've, I was... Are you a gentleman? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I've always been... Uh, it's funny, I, I don't know if I feel like... I always, We talk about this on the road sometimes. Like, what would I be like... If I wasn't in a relationship and on the road, because I've always been, oh. so I, was, I was previously married too. So I was always, always in a relationship. Right? Yeah. So like, I, you know, I've never been that dude to like, and people would always ask me, well, how do you do it, dude? Like you're on the road and there's all these chicks and blah, blah, blah. And first of all, no, that's not even true. Cause honestly, <laughs> like, I think girl, I think girl band girls yeah. get way more fucking shit than but the men. Like, this I feel. Is, you know, we're not, we're not one direction, you know, it's like the 90% of the crowd are like fat dudes with beards. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. It's like our, like our, like, like our fan base, which we love. But like the, uh, but people would always ask, well, how do you not cheat? How do you just go out there? And I'm like, because you just decide not to like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just go like, well, I'm not going to, because I've seen it and I've seen people destroy their lives and I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not worth it to, um, I always say sometimes it's, it was enough just, it's enough to know you you could if you wanted to. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. You said, watch the doors too much. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to do this. Crazy. I remember being on tour. This is a kind of a fun. I remember being on tour, and I, I guess I can't say who it is, but maybe you can guess. Um, we were opening up for a very famous uh, guy. Cool. Um, and he was very famous. Well, he still is famous, uh, but he was in. He was. It was after show and we were at the hotel. He's like, ah, oh, Spider, come in, come in, come in my room. You want to watch my porn? I was like, what? Goes, you want to watch my porn? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. And uh, sure. So we go into his hotel room, and it's not just me. It's like other members of his band and just random people. 
And he's like, check this out. And so he puts on this, <laughs> I don't know why it was like on a DVD or something. <laughs> and it's him and these two girls. And oh, it's his actual porn. Oh, shit. It's his actual like porn. <laughs> blowing him and like licking his butthole. Shut up. And just like. He's like, oh, sorry, I know I don't have, like, the biggest dick, but, it, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty normal. And I'm like, it's fine, you know. And uh, and then so that's weird enough because we're watching and, and I'm watching this. And then on screen as this is happening, this guy with no legs on a skateboard comes rolling through. this. So he's in the room with them. I don't know where this guy came from. He's in, you know, so he rolls by in front of the camera. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, this was just going on. It was really awkward. You, know, you just uh, say, it was it just you and him in this room watching his porn? There were other people. But what were what were the reactions of everybody? Was 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 the dude like, hey, hey, this is the best part. This is the best part. Wait, look, wait, wait, wait. Watch what she does to my butthole there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, is I that what was happening? Going, it was going on. It was going on way too long. So, like, the, I remember the guitar players like, come on, just just come already. Like, get it over with. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh my Who god, the fuck does that i don't think i will ever be like hey danielle uh no <laughs> spider yeah, it was, crazy it was really weird because it wasn't like anything to be like particularly proud of either you know it wasn't like check this out so like, you rated right. it a c <laughs> I, I mean i'll never forget it that's for sure it was uh rotten tomatoes funny. would have given it what jesus Thirty so, percent. So your it's your job and your listeners' job to guess who, who it was. Oh my god! I'm oh my god! I don't know, know why mine is going to like Marilyn Manson or Gene Simmons or I don't think oh, Alice because no. Alice is such a. We're gonna. He's when such we get a off, gentleman. Alice is such a gentleman. It's crazy. We're gonna look up every single person you've opened yeah, for since you started I'll, your I'll career. Even, I'll even narrow it down. I think the tour was in 1999. So that okay, was, great. I'm on it. We're fucking on it right now. Oh my god! Wait, no, you're gonna tell us right after this is done recording. Yeah, I'll tell you when the camera. Oh my god! Oh my god! I that's can't insane. Wait. My my closest like porn watch with somebody was on the set of the first Halloween, um, with Malcolm McDowell. What? Watching Clockwork Orange. Oh, oh, Jesus! I was, I was like, like, wait, I'm oh sorry. What? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did he, is did he, did he pop in Clockwork Orange? You go, you know, I was in this, right? Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> eighteen. I think I, I think I, I think, I think you're I eighteen. You're eighteen. Yeah, I was eighteen. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, what is happening? So wait, so when you, I, okay, I have a dirty question for you because we talk about this. When you, you watch porn, I'm assuming. When you watch, do you watch porn? I well, I, I mean. But do you guys watch porn together? I mean, I don't know if you like. No, no. no. I wonder if Chrissy watches porn. I should ask her the next time she comes over. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know what weird shit she probably watches. I can't wait. What's your category? What's your go-to category? You know what she does? She looks at photographs of me. That's what. That's what. Yeah, right, Spider. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) She well, actually, I mean, I use my imagination. I used to. I used to be a pornaholic. As I like to call it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, look at the fucking new word I just came up with. Uh, yeah, I used to have a, a big old porn thing. Um, but I now just use my imagination and it's mostly just my, I mean, it's mostly. She said mostly. Who else is it? it? Scout. <laughs> Sometimes I have to pop my in females in there. Okay, I am bisexual. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, um, it's mostly just like Tom's like body. It's not even him doing anything. It's just his visual of his body, <laughs> a portion of his body that I really, really love so much. A or portion. Back. This this portion. Is it this portion, Scout? 
<laughs> Strider's like, I can't look at Tom anymore. I can't look at Tom. Wait, anymore. I want to know. I want to know what's your what's your go to category? Like, if you're scrolling down the 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 she has tons. the list. Like, what would you go to first? Like, if you're gonna do the deed and you've got some alone time and you you go to the categories, is it what they suggest for you? What other people are watching, or is there like something is it just specific? the first thing that pops up that works? Yeah, no easy to please whatever no um uh that's i don't know if i have a let me think i'm not trying to avoid this question i'm trying to think if i have like a thing or do you just like search porn i think you know what i don't i i, I think more that i don't i don't like uh anything that seems to um <laughs> like produced you know i think mm. I like like too much storyline like amateur shit you know what i mean it's oh more, the real stuff you like the real yeah. stuff yeah to yeah me, that's, that's always boring. better I don't even like like I, when I was watching porn. I always thought it was so weird. I didn't like like the story, like schoolgirl and the teacher, or the fireman and the victim. Yeah, I'm like, like what the fuck a, is happening here? Yeah, I was like, you're not gonna all of a sudden fuck each other when you're the fireman rescues you from a fire <laughs> with it blowing out <laughs> it with his fucking hose. Like what? I mean, I'm sure. It's like, that sounds like a good a good one to me. I love firemen. I had a I whole fireman ever, thing. I don't think I've ever seen that. Actually, I just created a board. <laughs> so have Daniel you ever watched Pocahontas? You must, uh, since you asked that question, you must have an answer for yourself. Well, did you just hear her? Pocahontas? Pocahontas. Well, she loves Disney, so. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, she is loves it Disney. Though I, though I heard a million years ago there was a porn called Pocahontas. And, you know, I think Scout, I thought Scout would, might like that one. I love Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Danielle? I mean, I like porn in general. Um, it depends. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll. She's go, a midday, oh, midday watch. I'm a midday. Porn I call it Doctor Phil time. I like to have sex and masturbate between three and four o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know. My morning's done. My day's done. I got all my shit done, and it's before the kids come home and have dinner, and maybe I've taken an edible. You know, that's just kind of what my days look like as a mom nowadays. That's great. Um, so there's no timing night. I'm too fucking tired. You'll see when you have kids. You're no, gonna start I love, doing it I love the day. daytime sex. It's just great. Tom is just working all the time. Oh, that's a good break. I'm from like, work, hey, though. hey, 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 come on. But I like you. I like real. Like, for some reason, I'm fascinated with squirting. And it's not because of what it is, because it's gross to me. It's because I know they're actually having an orgasm. Because I know it's not fake. It Like, I can't. You can't tell from the girl's bodies, like, moving, like, sometimes when they have orgasms. How many? Yes, but you know how to fake it, right? Yeah, yeah but every like, girl but does. I can't fake a real one. Like what a well, real I'm not, one if feels I'm like. Looking, I mean, only if I'm looking at her vagina pulsing, do I know like whether inside? or not it's real. <laughs> you know, like you can't tell. How do you tell? You can't tell when someone's faking it or not. I mean, I feel like I can't yeah, tell. From watching, you can tell? I feel like it. I feel like it. I mean, nah, like I need to see it happen. I need to see because I watch female orgasms is the one I scroll to and I can go through and go bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And I wonder if that's because I'm an actor. I'm like, I don't buy it. You're faking it. I, I, you're playing a character. This is or you're fucking you're so what's on drugs. The, what's, what, what's the difference between the fake and the real? Yeah. What is the difference? I think I just know that it's really happening. Like, the, like he's doing a good job and she's really enjoying herself. She's not like pretending to be something she's not. And maybe mm. that's why I don't like acting so much. That's interesting. That's I mean, that's interesting that that's like your preference, because I can't imagine just a bunch of water squirting everywhere oh, no. and going, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, this is what does it for me. Only if I'm watching like solo <laughs> masturbation am I able to tell like, oh yeah, that girl got off. But because they're like they point, they're putting the camera there and they're using toys and stuff. So God, it's like, I'm like such a grandma over here. I was like, I don't remember last time I watched any porn. Oh, I'll <laughs> I don't recommend remember what porn you. looks like anymore. <laughs> Spider's <laughs> face. Did you have the sex talk with your kids? No. Uh, it's like, I was so bad. You think I would be like, oh, it'd be easy to talk about. But I just kept avoiding it, <laughs> avoiding it until I was like, I guess he's fine. You know, he's now. I know he's had girlfriends and had sex and stuff. So it's like, I guess I'm just always like. He, I think having a toddler around the house is like the best deterrent for like, you know, it's like you do, you do not get a girl pregnant. You want this? Exactly. You want this? It's best birth control ever. Yeah. No, I think he understands like, I hope anyway, but like, I never, got, I never got the sex talk. No, I, yeah, I didn't either. No, mm. you're going to talk I, to my kids about sex. I fucking, I yes, the, I will. I had the, <laughs> I had the most awkward, uh, experience, um, as a kid that I had to like talk to my mom about something. What was it? Well, I had a girlfriend that lived um, around the corner from us growing up. I was very young, mm -hmm. like 13. And so we weren't allowed to be in her house if her parents weren't there, but we would anyway. Right. Yeah. Of course. So there's one day like the, the, the parents, the, her parents went off for the day with her little sister and we thought, oh, they're going to be gone forever, for an hour, you know. So we sneak in the house and, and uh, <laughs> like, they, the parents come home. And we're on the living room floor, like. Who's on top? Everywhere. Who's on top? Guarantee. <laughs> no, you know, like, and we hear the door open. And it's just like a mad scramble. I don't know what to do. So I, I get up and I'm trying to get dressed. I still remember to this day what I was wearing. <laughs> I was wearing these overalls. Like I yes! Were they backwards? No, no. no. <laughs> so you I were jumping the, around? So I'm trying to put these overalls on and I'm running to the back door to try to escape. And it's wintertime too in Massachusetts. And I grab the, the doorknob to the back door and it's fucking locked. And I'm like, oh. I open the door and I can feel her dad. Like he's like this six foot four dude, like standing behind me. And I just turn around and I look at him and he's looking and I can hear in the other room, the mom like screaming hysterically crying. Oh, so daughter. they saw you. Yeah. I mean, we were, yeah. Oh my. So, 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 so I just turn around to the dad. I'm like, uh, and I just say, I think I should leave now. He's like, yeah, you should. So I like get my clothes and I have to walk now do the walk of shame back oh, through the living room. The mom's like, no, my daughter and screaming. And the girl's like, I love you and crying. And I'm just like, I just walk outside. And as I'm walking down the steps of the little porch, I look in their car and their her little sisters and they're going like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and I was, so I walk home and I'm like, I'm going to have to tell my mom because you know, we all knew each other. We were like essentially neighbors. Mm -hmm. So I have to sit down with my mom and like, and I was like, you know how I'm not supposed to be in so-and-so's house when they're not. And I was like, well, I, I was. And my mom was like, she's like, 
did you use a condom? I'm like, oh my god, like that's what you. <laughs> oh, well, that's at least cool. I feel like 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 um boy boy parents are like you know super chill, but if it was a girl, well, like yeah, it's obviously. like here's the weird thing to the end of that story is that in the, like. I, after that experience, like that was the end of the relationship, not because the parents wouldn't let me see her. I just had no more. Like I was so traumatized by the thing. Like I couldn't even like think of her that way anymore. Like I was. Is that your virginity me. story? That's not how you lost your virginity, right? No, not that time. No. OK, but it was but, with that girl. Yeah. Oh, man, poor thing. She's like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> What but I just do like it was such a like all I could see like was her dad's face and like yeah I it, like just ruined it for me it was so weird <laughs> so if anything ruins spider <laughs> spiders like a, bye yeah. peace yeah. out the giant father's face <laughs> oh all right my we got time for God. one question I think we do okay um let me see which one will be better um, yeah we didn't do any questions yet we keep veering off we're gonna do we're gonna well, do this is they, like simple we got we gave you some simple stuff yes yes maybe yes. do this guy yeah sure um i'm a 50 this is anonymous i'm a 50 year old man who's been divorced twice the last one was two years and eight months ago Last year, I met a wonderful woman, and we've been dating and building a beautiful relationship together. A month ago, I proposed to her, and she accepted. Everything is going great, but I am intimidated by all the men that she has been with prior to us. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of toxic relationships and was very sexually active with a lot of different men. When we have sex, she tells me that I'm not assertive enough, and she wants me to be more aggressive. It makes me feel like she isn't happy with me sexually, and she will sooner or later look outside of our relationship. Am I right to feel this way? I don't want to be in a relationship that will end because of our sex life. What should I do? Oh, he's 50 something. 50. 50. Yeah. And how old did she say how old she was? Mm, he mm. didn't say how old. Just she's been in She's had a lot of relationships. He obviously feels well, insecure. I mean, you said it last. Like, you don't want to hear anything about Chrissy's like porn thing. So I'm assuming you don't want to hear anything about Chrissy's past relationships. Right. <laughs> it gets to you. I mean, I. I mean, I don't think it's something that ha it should be like, it shouldn't be like, I can't, you know, I think it's a little weird if you want to pretend like somebody's never been with somebody else before. Yeah. Like that's like, you got to get over that, especially when you're 50. Yeah. You know, as we get older, like relationships get harder and more complicated, right? Like when you're 16, like everyone's the same. Like, so relationships are kind of simple, right? But yeah, as you get older and people have, you know, more past lives or, or past spouses and kids. And like, it's just going to be complicated, more complicated. So like, you've got to get right with that. But that, but, but if, if this person really, like, I feel like it's, he's, he's making it about his insecurities, but right. there could be something like he might be onto something that she might just be troubled too. Right. Ooh, like if somebody's telling you like, Oh, you're not this and you're not that. Like Right. Then you might not be that for them. And and maybe you don't you shouldn't have to be either. Like mm -hmm. like it's also weird when somebody's telling you that, right? Like it's maybe there's Maybe she's just super open sexually and she's telling him what she what does it for her. Like she likes when he's dominant. And maybe he's thinking, Oh, something's happened in her past that makes her want to be you know, smacked or rough house during sex or, you know, maybe that's is just something that she finds hot. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he should try it and knowing, dig it. Yeah. Without knowing more. I mean, he might be like, you don't know, not to say there's anything wrong with anybody. Right. But 
yeah, maybe he, I shouldn't say this, but maybe he is being lame, right? And he should like try a little bit harder. Yeah. Or, literally. or it, it is a situation where she is a person that might just somehow enjoy not being happy with him and being, making him feel mm. shitty about himself. You know, oh, that, like, right, right. I don't know. But if it's not right, like, like if there's another thing you learn as you get older is that like you learn to not hopefully anyway, stick with something that signs are there pretty clearly that it's probably not yep. going to work out. Red right? flags. We always yeah. talk Actually, about paying attention. Like, like in the early days of your relationship, that's when it's, you know, everything should be amazing and great. And like, you know, yeah, 20 years from now, maybe it was like, you know, whatever, <laughs> but you know, so if, if <laughs> downhill, like, it's all downhill from here, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> if he's having these issues now, then, yeah. you know, I definitely wouldn't jump into marriage, right? Like yeah, just, yeah, no. He's been married out. twice before. Like, he's divorced twice. Don't do it again. Do yeah, it. don't do it. Don't do it again. Just live together. Yeah. Be happy. I think there's a certain point where you stop getting married. Like, you should. Yeah, you should. Right? After the first one. Maybe the second one. Second one, probably. I wouldn't get married again like, if it was after two. Yeah, I feel like I feel like two is the max. So like, right? yeah. like, after that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people found, like, their true happiness and marriage number five. But, like... Because I could see, like, the first one being a mistake. People get yeah. maybe get married too, too young. young. They yeah. don't, mm-hmm. you know. And because, you know, people change. And But if you're not, if you're doing marriage three and four, and you know, yeah. You have to have a lot of money to do that. That's expensive to have that many ex-wives yeah. and ex-husbands, <laughs> you know. Like, what's the point of all of that? That sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, Spider, you think- were... You are like this guy? I don't think we yeah, this guy I think so. I think so. Honestly, that was some so. amazing advice. And and looking for from her perspective as well and also yeah. his. I think that was great. Because I didn't see both sides of it. Yeah, no, I didn't either. <laughs> we always we're always like we should ask guys. <laughs> but it's this good. Stuff. It's good to like see the, the man's perspective as well. And also yeah. She might be she might a little troubled. To, she yeah, she might be a little troubled yeah. too. But good, but good. Red flags means there's something that's not doesn't feel right for him so maybe he should yeah. just take a little bit of a pause he can keep the ring on but maybe don't rush into marriage until this stuff gets sorted out yeah and his age you know what do you need to get married for again you know just take it easy yeah do you have questions from our fans that I'm, we didn't answer i mean we are over the time but um i know i know there's there there's this one that i didn't know what this what 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 was it like working with um sega for almost dead oh i i don't that was i think he's yeah he's talking about um there's a video game. I'm not a video game guy, so I think people assume I am because we did a lot of songs for video games. Okay. But there's a video game called Sonic the Hedgehog. That, <laughs> yes. Uh, years and years ago, we, we yes, gave a song Sonic. to that video game, but I didn't. I didn't actually work with Sonic personally. Oh. So I can't speak to uh, what Scout doesn't get it. Sonic's a character. It's like. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Sonic the character. The hedgehog. <laughs> well, okay. So then, what horror horror film or film would you love one of your songs to be in? Oh well, I mean, I'll look. I'll put a song in anything. We we actually been in a bunch of horror movie soundtracks. Uh, cool. Versus Jason, Scream <gasps> Three, uh, End of Days, Little Nicky. I guess that was more of a comedy, but. Because we would always, we would just put our songs in anything. Like, whatever. I don't care. Like, just, you know. Do you put I, your songs in your own movies? I haven't. What? Because, 
<laughs> uh, what's that? Are you paying? No, you're just getting favors. I'm like, you got to put your own shit in your own movies. You're not actually like, I mean, if anyone can write for your own thing, it would be you, right? Yeah, or is I that mean, hard I would, to make your own I'd be more up to write like music, uh, movie music, like score than like, I'm not a big you know, fan of like in the nineties, it was like very hip to put like, like every horror movie had like a rock soundtrack. It was yeah. like, it was like power man and slipknot and disturbed. And it was like, that was like the template for horror movies. And I was never like, I wouldn't do that. I don't think, but I do have a song in, uh, terrifier too. You cool. do. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think Chris was saying something about that. There's That's a awesome. scene and they were looking for some songs and they, they're like, we don't really have a budget left. And I was like, just use it. I don't care. You know, so. Okay. When we call you up with that, I know. Movies, I was like, I'm going to use your songs. We've got, we've got this on. <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, Spider, yes. you're, you're one of my favorite, favorite uh, people. And I'm so glad that we randomly like connected. We were randomly connected on this podcast idea um, a few years ago. And I'm so glad because honestly, you and Chrissy have been such a blessing to to have. Um, and we live so oh, close to each other. Yeah. Like, I feel and, the same way. I mean, I met you on the set of yeah. Halloween 2. Like yeah. recently, like just for a second, it was raining out and you remember you were like running down a hill screaming. Yeah. And I, and I, you, <laughs> like you're like, I was, I was, you know, intimidated, you know, I was, I was, I was very intimidated when, when being introduced to you. Um, I was, I, yeah, I mean, but, it, and then we reconnected, well, connected really, yeah, years later and yeah, and like, you know, it's been so fortunate to like work with you and all this stuff. And, I want to connect now. Yeah, well, listen. <laughs> Can we connect? <laughs> I adore you. Movies a year, so. And stuff, That's we more should, than I make. We should mention, if there's any time, about Bury the Bride, that it's going to yes. be on Tuesday. It's going to be on yes. Tubi, April 22nd, guys. And I just, um, uh, his wife came over and just showed me some stuff. I am blown away the trailer looks by fucking your wife. Amazing. I am blown away by by the stuff that you guys created and were able to do. I mean, you guys should be so proud. I even told her. And and this is legit. Like, it looks really it dope looks for great. seven fucking days. And the shit that we were being, um, you know, what we went through. I mean, it's... I I, lo- I had so much fun doing that movie and the cast was rad. I mean, Spider is yeah. just awesome to work with as a director. <laughs> you are always I mean, you making me laugh. I don't man. know if I had. A, I don't feel like I had a moment to actually direct because we were doing moving yeah. so fast. Like it was like there was no down. There was no time to have a conversation with anybody. It was just like go go go. But like the cat, like as Scout said, the cast was so great. Like without you, it would have been impossible. Impossible. True what we did like everybody was on point everybody knew their shit and uh and was like just i know you were worried you were worried there for a second but I, I i was like i was like you know you've got you've got good people here and yeah. i could tell by when we did the the table read i was like we're gonna be we're gonna be fine this is gonna be brutal but like we're we're gonna get through it and we're gonna be fine and even like the makeup and everything like it like all the the effects that we had to do, it just looked, it looked really, really rad with what we yeah, were excited working with. I'm for people with. to see it. It's going to be cool. So It looks awesome. Yeah. Congratulations Barry to you guys, honestly. You guys are, you guys are also like showing us of like how to like, just, you got to just do it. You got to just do it. If you believe in it, you want to do it, just, just execute it. Really it. Figure out a way. Only, it's the only way. Like we spent mm-hmm. a, like when I, when I kind of made a serious and I know we're out of time, but when I made a serious like decision to start making movies, 
I kind of went the route that a lot of us do, like, oh, I know a, a producer and you take meetings and they're like, oh, yeah, we've already got money. Don't worry. We'll be shooting in January. And then like January rolls around, nothing happens. And, mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, we just got it. We got a meeting with the, you know, Zach Efron. He, he might be interested. OK, cool. And we wait six months and that never happened. You know, yeah. And you just get to the point you're like, this is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, when it just became like the only way this is going to happen is we figure out how to do this ourselves. Yeah. And it's incredibly difficult and you have to be willing to do 10 jobs. Um, in, but it's not impossible. No, it's, you know, it's more attainable than you think. And it's certainly mm-hmm. living in LA. It's like, you know, so many great actors and so many talented people just around you, you know, it's like when we casted Barry the Bride and, we casted, you know, Dylan as the the main guy. He lived two blocks from us. Who knew? Like, you know, it's, it's like crazy. Oh, you're going to find a great actor, you know, yeah. and, or actress or DP or, you know. So, but it really is you have to be willing to just work really hard. And yeah. like I said, do, you know, do jobs in yourself that you maybe aren't able to hire somebody to do. You know, I mean, I mean, even just just from from that and I mean, from that experience, I mean, that's why when I approached your wife about writing something, you know, like collaborating together and writing something for us, because I was like, well, fuck, I mean, we we just got to like execute and do it. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully, who knows, Spider, maybe you'll direct that one. (laughs) Spider's like, man. (laughs) <laughs> and you just got to be smart about stuff, right? You know, don't write Star Wars, write a story yeah, that you can no. accomplish and, you know. Yeah. And, One location, interiors, black out the yeah, windows. Yeah, I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, we're, we're trying to shoot a film. I'm like, what's your budget? They're like, well, eight million. I'm like, why? No. Yeah, no. What no. are you doing? Like, you'll never no. sell it for that no. much. You're going to lose it. Never get your money back. Movie. Nope. Yeah. Make a movie for 10 grand if you can, you know? Yeah. Well, oh. I don't want to be in that movie. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> ten grand. Ten grand's your well, limit. Yeah, <laughs> ten grand's your limit. Maybe not ten grand. <laughs> oh. All right. Well. Thank you so much, Spider. Do you want to? Do you have a? Do you want to shout out your Instagram? You got a site? You got anything that you would like people to follow and all that stuff? I mean, you know, I guess I'm just out there like everybody else. I don't know what my. I don't even know what my Instagram is. Spider one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, just uh, look out for Barry the Bride, April 22nd. Um, you can watch Allegoria, my first movie on Shutter now and VOD and in Blu-ray and all this other stuff. And uh, working on a new Power Man 5000 album. We'll be on tour this summer. So Yay, fuck yeah, go. we have to come. We're going to come see you. Yes. Are you playing in Austin, Texas? I think so. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Is that okay. where you are? That's where I am, yeah. And I assume Scout I will be here a bit. I, I hope. I'm I better. We, she better. <laughs> I think we are playing in Austin. So. Whoop, yay! Whoop, whoop. I'll come and record and then we can go see Spider. Yes! <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, Bye. thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you Spider. Spider. Happy, Tuesday, Happy Tuesday, everybody. everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.